The Garden Report is brought to you by FanDuel, the exclusive wagering partner of the CLNS Media Network. Hey, Bobby Manning here. Welcome to The Garden Report, an urgent one. Picking up the pieces of a bad loss here, 123-116 in game one to the Heat. Just like a year ago, they lose the opener. Yeah, this time at home, though, and 500 in this building, in the playoffs, going back and forth between good and bad games. This continues. Nothing carried over from game seven, although Celtics came away from this one satisfied with the first half. They did enter halftime with a nine-point lead. We were talking about them being 10 and a half point favorites at that point uh, and they end up losing badly here in that third quarter especially 46 uh, points allowed outscored by over 20 points there worst imaginable quarter you can think of and the only quarter that was worse all year was that Oklahoma City third quarter the night they gave up 150. Yeah, that was wild. The Garden Report is brought to you by FanDuel. New customers can get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 when you go to fanduel.com slash Boston. So let's do a little blame game. Obviously, there's a lot to go around, but who are you looking at most after this one and saying, you just got to be better? Um, Man, that's a good question, Bobby. You know, I'm, I'll probably... I mean, if we're being honest here, if, if we're, like, divvying up the, uh, the, the, the blame pie, I mean... I guess you could start with Joe Mazzula. I just don't understand the the, the Pritchard move. I mean, I've been preaching about seeing this team go deep into the bench, seeing Joe Mazzula go deep into his bench for this series. And that wasn't, I mean, that wasn't one of the names in my in my mind, but I, I just thought it would be a, someone from the front court, someone to address that. And, and I thought that in this game in particular, where, where you have the transition defense and not where it's supposed to be and, you know, the, 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 the let out passes and all that stuff leading to easy buckets for the Miami Heat, you know, I just felt like it, that's an opportunity for someone in the front court, you know, whether that's Grant Williams. Hauser. I mean, I just feel like there was other other directions to go, especially after uh, the Peyton Pritchard um, thing didn't work out. I mean, Jimmy Butler scores right over him. He missed a couple threes, and that, that was pretty much the, the that's pretty much some of his night, you know, in 12 minutes. So again, you don't make adjustments there. You don't try to salvage things, and, and then all of a sudden you're in the fourth quarter, and you're in a, you're in a position where you, you you have to put your stars out there. You have to put guys that you trust, and I just feel like. Joe Mazzula just doesn't trust that second unit, and he has to figure that out because this isn't the formula to beat this team. Uh, you're not going to do it doing the seven-man rotation. So he, he gets the top top of my list. It's not a bad one, especially when he comes out of the game saying we veered from the game plan one timeout in the third quarter yeah. to the course you of that. defensive Joe, you know, like. Saying they won three out of four quarters, but ultimately, again, he's put the, and I think the players have taken the onus to make adjustments and manage themselves to some degree through those periods. Smart said afterward, Joe's not playing. He doesn't want to save us while we're you know, on some BS. <laughs> it's, it's on them, and I think right. there is a lot to go around, especially between the big three of Smart, Brown, and Tatum through that second half. But I am going to point at Tatum for zero shots in the fourth quarter and we keep talking about the third the third was bad you had rob throwing her love on a rebound right for a layup underneath you had smart with a turnover that led right to a basket smart took a lot of threes in that quarter after yeah. focusing more on passing in the first half and brown was driving mindlessly through a lot of the second half but tatum again this team follows his lead a lot yeah, of the time and he floated for much of the second half he did have a nice yeah. block but i didn't notice his defense much otherwise and then making his imprint on the game even if you're not scoring floating the way he did and the defense this team played as a whole i don't think he set a great tone there on that end so 
51 and no turnovers, you get all the praise, as he's talked about, but you get the blame for a night like this. He's the leader of this team, and when the energy's not right, and when you're not playing with the intensity you need, or you're disconnected, which was the real issue tonight, that they veered from that game plan, as Joe and others said, you look at the leader. Yeah, and especially on a night where Malcolm Brogdon is talking about the mental toughness and how the Miami Heat, the, the advantage was in their favor. And those two, you talk about the, the lack of offensive production in the fourth quarter. I'm going to point out those two turnovers on the defensive side, or the offensive side, rather, it, which, again, doesn't obviously doesn't help the situation. But Tatum had three in rapid succession there. But that when, you're going, when, when you're going, when you're scoreless in the first or the fourth, and your, your team needs stops. I mean, those are the kind of turnovers that can really just take your team out of it completely. And I think it did. I really do believe that. And um, he accepted blame for that, you know, after game one, speaking with us, you know, the media. But, yeah, they had to find a way to, 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 to get him to get him shots, to get him looks. And he's, he's been the guy in the postseason that would take things into his own hands, you know, you know, and, and do that. But we just didn't see it in game one. And I felt like he couldn't find his rhythm. And, and again, I think when you see Tatum putting that effort on the defensive side, that stuff's contagious. And it's finding ways to help the team when you're not scoring. But in that moment, in that fourth quarter, I mean, that's typically what happens with this team. If he's not going to do it, if Jalen's not going to do it, Marcus goes, okay, well, we're going to have one of these nights. I'll do what I have to do. And that's what happened, I felt like, you know, especially down the stretch where um, they were just just looking for any type of run to, to cut into that, you know, uh, what turned into a double-digit deficit. You had five guys out there trying to solve the problem on their own for the most part here, and that's what leads to a night. That's a great way to put it. Like yeah. this, disconnected, unorganized, and, of course, inconsistent second half. Cost the Celtics here. They lead by 13, blow it, and lose decisively here in game one to the Heat, who... Outplayed them, out-physicaled them, as some people love to say, but yeah. I think out-executed them too. Veering from the game plan, who's to blame for that? J- Joe Sway's looking at the coach, I'm looking at Tatum as I often do. Who are you looking at after this game? Is this Heat take a one nothing lead in this Eastern Conference Finals? More coverage coming tomorrow from practice on both sides. And of course, uh, check out all the post-game reaction to this one on CLNS Media. And for more segments from Joe Sway and I, Throughout the series, Celtics All Access, give us a subscriber right here. I'm Bobby Manning for the Garden Report here at TD Garden. Celtics, losers in game one. CLNS Media Celtics coverage is brought to you by FanDuel. New customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win.